skeptics and believers, and welcome to Bat Boy Lives, the unofficial weekly world news podcast in which we discover the weird of the world. My name is Tristan, and with me is my associate, Mike. Hello. So today we are starting at the end. Uh, I got my hands on the final issue ever of the weekly world news, and we're going to go through that one today. Nice. I also had a five-hour energy, so it's going to get real sweaty in here. <laughs> uh, on the, the front cover, it's a fun little picture here. Uh, we've got a coffin with Bat Boy in it. It looks like Bat Boy died, like he got, uh, I think he got rolled over by a steamroller, looking how flat he is in Yeah, he's coffin. like like pancake flat. I'm, I'm assuming he saved, like, a bus full of children from, like, a giant steamroller or something, <laughs> and he pushed the bus out of the way, and last second he... Got and also in his coffin, it looks like he has, I mean, of course he has flowers, but like, is that white thing, is that a part of like a tag of the flowers? Is that a sock? What, what is that? I, at first I thought it was a hand, like I thought it was his hand, but that doesn't make sense because Bat Boy doesn't have three hands. Yeah, like looking upon closer inspection, I think it, it might be a ribbon. I think it might just be a ribbon tag yeah. on the flowers. Okay. Uh, we've got Bigfoot as a mourner. We've got the world's fattest cat. Uh, it looks like Plod the alien wearing like a like a priest collar. Is that what that is? I, I mean, might he be? He might be officiating it, or he's just wearing his funeral garb. You know, he's got looks like he's got a tear going on. Yeah, he's definitely crying. Well, so it's like Bigfoot looks like it's a tear also. There's also the Manigator, which is like half man, half gator. Yeah, he's just he's a new guy that showed up and he's like, hey, I'm in this issue. I guess I'm here. And I noticed the cat isn't crying either. Make kind of makes sense because cats, well, cats don't cry. <laughs> No, they're, they're jerks. The funny thing I saw I see on here is um it says buy now, sell on eBay tomorrow. Well I actually bought this off of eBay, so it's kinda like like a little poetic thing that I bought it like twelve years later on eBay. Well how much did you pay for it, Tristan? Like after shipping and handling, like not even twelve dollars. Hey, I mean that guy must have made a tidy sum there. He paid was it two ninety nine here? Maybe yeah. three ninety five if he's from Canada. Yeah, if you hold on to that for another like twenty years, he might be able to get like fifty dollars for it or something. I mean maybe like fifteen. Eh, hey, money's money. So the the first article in here, it's called Lost Hikers Found. And the the picture is like this this child <laughs> carrying a human head, but it's the, the human head like he's not dead or anything. He's alive and like smiling. Why well, he could just be frozen, you know, with a smile, but if if we read, we'll learn that's very different. Uh in uh, what is that? A- Austria Neustift? Neustift? I don't I don't speak Austrian, so I don't know. I don't know. I I just feel like we just disrespect him if we tried to pronounce it. Yeah, I don't want to get angry tweets from Austria. So, so N-E-U-S-T-I-F-T. There. There you go. He spelt it out. <laughs> Hikers Carl Essen and Willy Yodel had been missing for five weeks, and rescuers had given up searching for them long ago. But a family of skiers from this quaint Tyrolean... What? This quaint village... <laughs> were horrified when they found the heads of hikers alive and cracking jokes. <laughs> the men had agreed to eat each other to survive, stammered police warden Heinrich Matz. It's a miracle, grotesque and sickening, but a miracle nonetheless. Uh, the article goes on to describe how they'd gone out on a beautiful sunny day, which had become like a blizzard just out of nowhere. Uh, they'd gotten stranded and like stuck there, so they agreed to like <laughs> eat each other, starting with their legs and working their <laughs> way up, and then they just ate everything but each other's heads. Okay. So what, uh, how... I, I'm kind of confused on the logistics of this, because, like, once your arms are gone, like, how how are you going to eat the other dude's arms? I mean, I guess you just might have to position yourself where you can just kind of be in a position to chomp on each other. But when it, get, it gets kind of tricky when you're just, like, head to head. Yeah. Because you, you can't really roll around, unless maybe you still got... I mean, the kid might be uh, covering up more of his neck, but he might be able to roll around with his neck muscles. <laughs> I mean, also, this poor kid. Like, did the, was it the kid that went and found this head? Or was it, like, this is the guy's son or daughter? I can't yeah, really tell. Yeah, it... It doesn't but. say who found it, so I mean, I'm assuming just by the picture that, like, a child found the head. 
he's probably just completely delirious from lack of food and not having uh you know blood pumping to his brain it goes on to say we're both seriously overweight anyways chuckled carl's head i notice how it doesn't say carl but carl's head (laughs) (laughs) i guess it's not a problem anymore eh yeah agreed willie through lips frostbitten from having supped on a cold shoulder and who'd think you could lose 250 pounds just by lying around and chewing the fat ha ha get it all right. I like to pretend if somehow this could be real, like how would it work? You know, obviously, once you start eating the, you know, vital organs, that's kind of, I figure it'd be game over for the person. Because you could get away probably eating someone's arms and legs, of course. And yeah, once you start eating someone's intestines and... Yeah, and I, you don't, you don't want to eat intestines. Like, that's gross. That's like, yeah. that's where the poop lives. And I mean, how long, how long were they stuck up there, did they say? Or five weeks, something like oh, that? Oh, okay. Like uh, weeks. Okay. So I was just yeah. wondering how long. That's still a crazy amount of food to go through. I mean, if it, even if it's just 250 pounds each, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they ate their bones. I don't know if they ate their bones or you not. You can't really but... eat bones, I don't feel like. I mean, I you can eat the marrow, but that's... You can gnaw them a little bit like a dog. I just, I feel like, like, since they're frozen, like, it kind of preserved their heads. So once you get them to, like, warmer climates, then, you know, they're, they're going to die. Like That's true. Maybe you keep them cold enough for, like, a certain nerve freezes in their head where, like, it just keeps them alive. But maybe the caveat is, you know, you got to keep them at temperature or, uh, you know, then they shut off if you get them too warm. Yeah, because it's been 12 years and we haven't heard anything about these guys since, so I'm pretty sure they're dead. Yeah, I I, I figure as soon as that kid took him down, or as soon as they got the interview done, it's just like, the guy's like, oh, I'm dead. And yeah. Closes his eyes and ascends into heaven. But I also love how it says, like, uh, who, Carl's head. So I guess you lose full agency as a person. I guess Yeah, he's no longer a person, it's just Carl's head. Carl's head. So if we eat each other, you know, it's like, what are you doing today, Mike's head? Oh, I'm gonna go hang out with Tristan's head today. <laughs> like, okay. Or like, oh, the heads are coming over today. <laughs> So next up, the article is called Dread Lobsters. The image is a lobster that's on a dock, but, like, the lobster's gigantic compared to everything else in the dock. And it kind of looks like it's got some, like, carpet samples glued to it. Yeah, it looks like, uh, just took some hair off, like, one of those, like, sheep dogs with the really dreadlocky hair and just glued it on, yeah, to its, it was a head and the top of both of its claws, it looks like. And, of course, with Weekly World News articles, it has to be poorly photoshopped in. Yeah. Super like, blurry. And- I mean, I, I guess this is kind of, like, before the time of Photoshop, so, you know, they had to just, like, glue images onto each other, I assume. I guess, yeah. I think 2007 Photoshop wasn't too... Or I guess Weekly World News was cheap to cough up the 500 bucks for Photoshop. Or <laughs> so this one takes place in Arnold's Cove, Labrador. I have no idea where that is. As big as a Buick. That's how exuberant shell fisherman Bob Smedley described the terrifying catch after a battle that lasted nearly two hours. Damn. It wasn't just fierce. It was covered with long, coarse hair like porcupine quills. Which brings us up into our first problem, because looking at the picture, that's not porcupine quills. That's, like, shaggy hair. Maybe, like, in the very deep center of some porcupine quills, but just overgrown by the, I don't know, the sheepdogginess of it? The dreads? Or maybe the, <laughs> may, or maybe those quills, but they're covered by uh, the hair. I mean, maybe. That just sounds so like a lot like going on, though. Dreadlocks. Of course, I'm thinking too much into all this, but... While stories of giant woolly lobsters have been bandied about northern docks for centuries, Smedley produced the first proof that the creatures are real. The wizened lobsterman roped and towed his prize to shore after an hour-long battle. Okay, so that's a problem because above it says it took two hours and now it's saying one hour, so yeah. like, it's it's already getting the stories mixed up. This is clearly fake news. I mean, I was yes. on board during the talking heads, but I don't know, with these dread lobsters, I'm kind of questioning Weekly World News' credibility here. Yeah, this one's a little bit disappointing because that's like, it's already contradicting itself. Someone's getting fired. I hope somebody got fired for that blunder. (laughs) (laughs) Denny Sperling is the reason Weekly World News went under. They got sued by the Dread Lobster Foundation or whatever. (laughs) 
This one under hard. Lucky I had my 3030 Winchester with me in case of polar bears, which, what? <laughs> it took 17 <laughs> shots to finally put him down. Uh, marine biologist Dr. Dang. Stanley Bayer named the previously undocumented creature Fuzzimus Dambigus. <laughs> he said global warming has raised sea temperatures sufficiently to thaw many more long frozen colonies, which like, okay, I'm, I'm like global warming is, or, you know, whatever, you know, climate change, what we call it now. Yeah. Like that's obviously awful, but the, the idea of it, like uh, defrosting these giant monsters, like I'm kind of into that idea, just like narratively speaking. Yeah. Just like colonies. I just imagine just like tens or hundreds of things just walking up on shore, people just uh, screaming and running away. And- yeah. Like that makes like a, like a kick-ass, like Godzilla type movie. I like that. <laughs> the specimen's contents included everything from sharks to well-chewed speedos. We need to take this threat seriously. Okay, so, like, if it just came out of the ice or whatever, where is it getting the speedos from? Like, are they ancient speedos? I I guess as soon as they got the ice, they're just, man, it's like, man, I want me want me some speedos. Yeah, just going after after dudes and speedos. Yeah, Lobster got one dude in the speedo. It's like, man, they're really good if they were a speedo. That's like prime It's like, like, like fruit roll-ups to lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Smedley won't name the price, but his mammoth catch has already been sold to an American food chain. I won't say who, but you can read between the lines. Oh, I believe they had a typo there. I think they may do a read between the lines. I wonder I, what I, I wonder what I, restaurant it is, Tristan. I don't know. Where where would you sell a giant red lobster? I don't know. Jeez. I mean, it's hard to tell what color these dread lobsters are because they're not red, but it is lobster. But <laughs> I, I can just see the commercial now. It's like. You no, know, 1999. Get your fuzziness, damn bigness combo with a. I oh, know this is, this is 2007. And, oh, did what did Applebee's not exist in 2007? Or Red <laughs> Lobster? Why does this always come back to Applebee's? <laughs> <laughs> we already established that's a portal to hell. That's where the lobster comes from, not where pro- we sell it at. <laughs> that's true. Ancient times, they crawl out of Applebee's and got frozen in the ice by Santa, and then uh, climate change brings them back out. But uh, yeah, Red Lobster, I guess, seems to have in their fuzziness, ambiguous combo. You know, 1999, uh, <laughs> the free side platter. I guess you get to keep the claw. Yeah, you can you can drive home with the, the Buick-sized claw on top of your car. Or they're going to have like those like challenge things. Like if you can eat a whole uh, Dread Lobster in under like two hours, it's free. Yeah, but also you die because no human can consume that much food. <laughs> you die of just some kind of poisoning. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's ancient, so like it's probably got diseases that we're not immune to. Yeah, ancient meat, you don't want to touch that stuff. That's no. meat from another time. That's the one thing I won't eat as a dinosaur. I'll go on record saying that. You won't eat a dinosaur? I will not eat a dinosaur. Even if they, like, dress, Jurassic parked it up, it's like, it's brand new. I'm like, nope. Mm-mm. All right, well, when the rest of us are enjoying, like, dinosaur steaks, I guess you'll just have to miss out. Yeah, well, when you all die of, like, dino cancer, I'll be the one that's laughing. That dinosaur meat is absolutely worth it. All right, so next up we have UFO crashes into parked car. 11-year-old foils aliens in shiny Pennsylvania. So we have one here in America. Uh, Edward Berg is 11 years old and loves baseball, math, and searching for aliens. Well, kid doesn't. Edward believes the aliens are out there, and he's determined to get in touch with them, said his father, Bill. Edward's conviction stems from an accident that occurred last winter. My mom stopped to pick up milk at the Plucky Ducky. Is that a real store? I don't know. It's, maybe it's like a, a sister store of the Piggly Wiggly. Oh, Oh, maybe. Yeah, okay. Uh, she left me in the car, and during the two minutes she was gone, this UFL fell from the sky and slammed into us, rear-ending mom's BMW. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, figure out, like, I'm trying to Im- imagine this in my head. So it falls down, but it's it's obviously not falling straight down because it rear-ends them. Yeah, it's coming at an angle, like, a really sharp angle. Yeah. Or I just imagine he, they're driving around in the, it's just from the sky. Oh, I, was just, I was thinking it'd be funny if they're driving around the parking lot and actually back into them. And like, oh, <laughs> like crap, driving their UFO. Go, 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 go. <laughs> 
Also, how fast did it slam into the car? It I totaled mean, the car. It goes on to say that the, the car was totaled. So, I mean, oh, they were going man. pretty fast. Man, forgot to turn on the reverse thrusters or something. Edward's mom goes on to say that Edward claimed a spaceship did it. Well, no one else saw anything, and there were no tire tracks, so I guess it could be true. Thank goodness Edward was okay, more or less. They still ground him anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They blamed him for it. <laughs> Edward began his search for ETs soon after that. I used the internet to read about different ways for contacting aliens, he said. Utilizing generous amounts of aluminum foil and a symbol to simultaneously transmit and gather brainwaves, Edward had spent hours on the deck of his family's home searching the skies. Now, I, I just want to mention the picture at this moment where he's on the deck and like it describes, he's wearing like tinfoil all over him and he's got a, a drum symbol and he's like shooting like lightning. Yeah. I mean, where's where is the, the energy coming for that? Exactly. Like, it must be from him, man. Like, I mean, look at his face. He's just like, oh, I have the power. <laughs> I mean, he must be hopped up on so much sugar right now because <laughs> it's just like a human body doesn't conduct that much energy. I don't feel like, I guess like not you, without like a power source. I guess if you, yeah, you do enough, uh, what was it kids drink all those monsters and. If you play some Fortnite, you can build up the energy to... 2007 Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, shoot lightning bolts out of a drum cymbal and a tinfoil hat. <laughs> the good news is, while he's waiting to get brainwave signals back from outer space, he does his homework and spends hours reading instead of wasting his time in front of the TV, said Bill. Which is like, that's the most like baby boomer statement I can think of. <laughs> that like, damn TV. Yeah, like always bitching about screens and stuff. Like, like yeah, he's not watching TV. He's uh, he's out trying to get aliens because that's so much more productive <laughs> exactly. than, than watching TV. Totally mentally healthy, you know. And it, it, the the final statement here is is pretty funny. It comes from Bill. It says, "If we find the ET who totaled my wife's car, I intend to get his insurance company to pay for it." Because <laughs> yeah, an alien is gonna have insurance, right? I, I don't think Plod. Ha I have a strong feeling Plod does not have insurance. Oh, it's it's got to be. This has to be Plod. Like it's. You know why they hit and run? No insurance, or they could be illegal aliens. Ha <laughs> ha. We're not getting into that. <laughs> Going to my two-hour illegal aliens from Quadrant Four <laughs> coming over to Earth all the time. Damn it. But I mean, imagine being the poor kid. It's like the parent comes out and the car's totaled. And like, what happened? The kid's like, well, spaceship came out of the sky and hit the car. And like, uh huh, sure. It's like you did it, didn't you? I'm like, no. <laughs> and I mean, like when I was when I was like ten or eleven, I was pretty obsessed with aliens. So I feel like that's kind of like normal for a kid to be into aliens. So I don't know if I'd really buy that. And now, now this kid is stuck so far into his lie where he has to like spend hours out on his deck trying to contact aliens. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have to do this or else they'll catch on. <laughs> He's like seventeen, still doing it. And, like parents are just like, dude, we need to talk to him about this. <laughs> Kids like they still, I still gotta write this lie <laughs> until I'm 19. Until I'm 19, and I'll just say, I... but the weird thing is, uh, on the bottom right hand corner of the page, you got a picture of a, I'm, I'm assuming it's Plod, it's the same one as the cover picture looks like, so yeah. And he's got his tear, I guess. I might, he might be sad also for hitting the car. He's regretful. I mean, he's like, I don't have the money to pay you, but you know, I am truly sorry. So maybe when he gets enough like quib clob dollars, he can pay with a bill, pay Bill back. I have also a feeling that alien to, like, American dollar money is really bad exchange rate for him. Oh, yeah, so. I imagine so. Like, the, our dollar is, like, worthless right now, so. Uh, see, the th I, I wish Weekly World News went on because I want, like, a follow-up to this. Like, I want to know what happened, you know, like, a year down the road. Maybe the kid uses, like, electric powers to bring the heads back to life or keep them alive. <laughs> I mean, if you got this much power, you might as well utilize it. All right, so on to the next article. Uh, this one, we're not going to, like, read the whole thing. I just want to touch on it because I find it really... Really problematic. 
<laughs> so the title is what's wrong with it tristan <laughs> how to meet a girl and get her into bed in exactly 10 minutes flat even if you're old ugly bald and broke so i wanted to touch on this because this is like a spam email like everybody gets this email in their spam folder like every single day but it's in your magazine well we get a limited time offer for one month free so i mean you should be thankful for that i, I actually sat down and read this whole article and there's like no content in it <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't actually give you the information on how to do it like it just says like send in for it and we'll send you a like a book or something like this is like an ad you get on the internet now you know and it's it really it really bothers me and i i just wanted to touch on this because it's like it's so skeevy yeah it does seem like a 90s like email porn email back in the day like how to meet a girl and get her in 10 minutes flat yeah and i mean this is of course i have more vulgar language with it but oh yeah absolutely like the the hot single mothers in your area kind of thing yeah that want to yeah and xxx and redacted and yeah it's just it's something that's like that's almost like a timeless kind of thing i guess you know like it, it happens back in 2007 it happened in the 90s it's it's happening now well, hey, at least they're kind enough to give us a coupon for it, so <laughs> just gotta cut it out. He said he had owned the actual article, so you might as well just fill it out, cut it out, and send it in and see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. I'll laugh so hard if you actually got something back. God. See, like, this is, this is predatory on multiple levels, because, like, this is preying on, like, like, lonely old fat guys, and then they prey on, like, young, sexy women. Also, even on the part says, even if you're ugly, old, bald, and broke, they shall also add in stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's just, that's kind of like the subtext here. Like, that's, that's like, like reading between the lines, really. But I mean, like, there's, there's been books sold, like, doing this, basically. Like, people made, like, wrote books and sold it, like, how to get women. And it's like, like, uses, like, all these skeevy techniques to get women. Yeah, it's it's actually, that's a whole genre called, like, the pickup artist genre. Yeah, exactly. And that's, like, people make money off of that. And it's really kind of (laughs) disturbing. It's weird. Like, I'm not going to read the article because I can't read. So it does. It really has nothing even like humorous they talk about or is it just... Yeah, no, there's there's nothing entertaining about it. It just goes on and on and on about how good this program is. Like, for two pages. Like, it's a double page spread and it says basically nothing. It's just a lot of words to say nothing. Oh, and it says it's nothing funny like, you know, women's clothes will melt if you, you know, do this, what the book says. I mean, maybe. I just, I don't feel like reading it again. Oh, okay. I understand. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's move on from that skeeziness. Let's, uh, let's rinse our souls with... Uh... With some, uh, which article's next, Tristan? It's, uh, In Serves Up Unsavory Soup, Diner Finds Hair, Beef Stew. So this one, this one I found especially fun. I've, I've, this is probably, like, my favorite of the entire issue. Concord, New Hampshire, we're still in America. Police recently arrested John and Mary Chadwick, owners of a popular bed and breakfast that was the site of a ghastly business practice. For ten years, the Hansel and Gretel Inn was renowned for its gourmet meals. This right here is the first red flag. The Hansel, or Hansel and Gretel Inn. So wait, they, I mean, I can see from the picture, Louis, like, so they, are, they, are they feeding kids? Or not feeding kids, but, you know, feeding kids to people? No, it's not kids. Don't worry. They're adults. Okay, good. I don't care. They can eat as many adults as they want. That's fine. Guests raved that they'd never tasted anything quite like them. Now we know why. The Chadwicks were cannibals who preyed on unsuspecting singles. Ah. I stayed at the inn one night, planning on a quick breakfast before hitting the road, said traveling salesman Stu Garniche. But when I went to retire, I was a little unnerved to find that my bed was actually a bed of lettuce. Oh, plot twist. <laughs> I was wondering why the owners kept encouraging me to eat all those between-meal candies, added Garnish, <laughs> who immediately checked it out. The Chadwicks might have continued their gruesome culinary practices had it not been for some hair one diner found in a chicken soup. It was still attached to a mustache and part of a nose, said the guest, who immediately called 911. Yeah, it's kind of a, a big <laughs> screw-up on, uh, was it, 
Mary and what was the other guy? John and Mary. Yeah, he kind of dropped the ball on that thing. Might want to ground it up a little bit more. Yeah, like how do you put a whole nose in there? That's that's just like, that's a huge slip up. The nose looks pretty bumpy on the picture. So you could maybe like say like, oh, that's chicken skin. It's just from <laughs> But there's the, an obvious nostril and a mustache. I mean, you, you just say that's like the, the chicken butt. That's sorry. We actually gave you chicken butt. That's the, that's the booty hole. And there's two because it's a mutant. That's when you just run out of the house into your car and flee the country. <laughs> so it, it goes on to say, They seem like such a sweet couple, said 50-year-old Don Whitby. On the other hand, I'm not surprised that Mr. Chadwick slipped up. He was getting on in years. Couldn't cut his hedges straight either. Ooh. Like, she's like, he's the guy just got arrested. You're going to make like this passive-aggressive jab at him. Sick burn on him, yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, this clears up the missing person reports that have been accumulated over the years. Hopefully, said Sergeant Murray, relatives can take some comfort in the fact that their loved one's body are already in the ground. Yeah. Is that like a low-key poop joke? I I think so. <laughs> I guess septic tanks are in the ground and... Yeah. And yeah. Uh, this this has another picture of Plod because... Plod. Why not? M- maybe, uh... Wait, was it Plod that, uh, found the stew, maybe? He was sad. He was like, oh man. I knew stew. Yeah, I just I love that one. That's just so it's it's got the usual like wackiness that you expect from it, from like world news. It's still bad Photoshop, but it actually is kind of creepy looking a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's a little weird. I don't know. I I give him like half a point for that Photoshop because it does actually look a little genuine. Because it looks like someone could just take off someone's nose and their top of their lip and just plunk it in someone's you know soup. But we got like double cannibalism. We had the two guys eating each other. And now we got oh yeah. Uh, you know, New Hampshire, I'm assuming that's why. It's interesting, it's, it's got for. a lot of uh, recurring themes in here that, like, we'd never even noticed. Oh, I, I checked the Dread Lobster, the, the town is from Canada. Oh, okay. Nice, nice trivia for everyone, like it matters. Alright, so we'll go on to the next one. Puppies found on Titanic. What are dogs doing aboard the fabled wreck? What? So I'm I'm not gonna get into this whole thing. Um, basically, it says that people in Norway were checking out like rising temperatures in the Atlantic Ocean, and it goes on to say like they found the source was the Titanic, and they find these dogs on the Titanic. Okay, these like scuba dogs or. Well, I gotta add in the uh, the name of the town is pretty badass in Norway. Uh, Thor's Cudgel. Yeah, that's that's pretty metal. <laughs> that is pretty cool. I'm assuming it's a real name. If it is, that's that's badass. Um, so it it says the the guy who like discovered it. He said there's a very familiar shape on the ocean floor. It was the hull of the legendary RMS Titanic, which sank after striking an iceberg in 1912. Being a regular reader of your publication, I knew that descendants of the disaster still dwelled fathoms below, according to the Titanic survivors found on board in the Weekly World News 2005. In fact, not only had they been chosen to remain beneath the sea, there had been a recent population explosion, according to uh, Weekly World News 2007, babies living on board the Titanic. So it's common knowledge, let's say like in this in this little quasi-universe we're living in, it's common knowledge that people are still living on the Titanic. So why is dogs on the Titanic worth reporting to the news? I, I don't know. Yeah, I figure once you got people and babies, that's, that's it. Anything else is kind of, I mean, it's still kind of surprising. Well, how'd they get dogs down here? But but like any anywhere there's people, there's gonna be dogs. It's kind of a follow up story here because they're mentioning all the two other articles about finding people and babies. But but I guess the babies wouldn't be as surprising if there's already people there because you figure over time, you know, they would have because with two year gap, yeah, I figure someone maybe have a baby. Yeah, after after reporting on finding people on the Titanic, like why are you surprised about the babies and the dogs? Unless they're just like popping up out of thin air. 
So speaking of dogs, this is a very dog-heavy issue. Uh, there's another article called Dog Fight, July 1917. And I'm not going to read the whole thing on this one either, but it talks about in World War One, you know, the, the dog fights, like the, the airplane combat. You yeah. They're called dog fights. Yeah. This one talks about how this this uh, pilot had a dog on his plane what? who would, like, like sniff out the other planes. <laughs> <laughs> I just see the dog with the goggles and, like, the cap just sticking his head out the side of the Kind of like a Snoopy thing? Kind of, yeah, just sniffing around, his tongue just flapping in the wind. So not only that, but he manned the turret. (laughs) 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 Like, that's that's incredible. I want footage of that, because that's that's just something amazing. So did did he shoot anyone down, or just take pot shots at cats that he saw on the ground? I I think he actually, like, like, won the fight. He won World War I? Yeah, like whoa! Like the, I don't know. I, I, I'm not gonna read the whole article again. I, it's been a couple days. So damn, all of World War One, he won. He just like <laughs> got in a plane with his buddy and just shot. Uh, who was the World War One villain? Was it like pre Hitler or <laughs> is th- Hitler one? <laughs> no, well, yeah, I guess in that World War Two was like it was, it was Hitler too. It was Hitler too, <laughs> but they still just called him Hitler. But. Yeah. All right. Well, now that now that we're demonetized, but. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about that because, like, everybody loves dogs. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a good way to get subscribers is to talk about dogs. I think I salute the dog. You know, thank you for your service. <laughs> All right. So next up we have scientists say couch potato exceeded the speed of heavy. Whoa. This this one is fun. I, I like this one. In Boston, Massachusetts, uh, when Ed Charles returned from work, he noticed his unemployed roommate, 23-year-old Tim Foley, hadn't budged all day. Tim was right where I left him, on the couch in front of the TV, watching the ball game. I called his name, but he didn't respond, so I went over to see if he was alright. He wasn't. He wasn't blinking? As far as I could tell, he wasn't even breathing. Uh, he called 911, and the EMTs were baffled by Tim's state. It wasn't a coma, but it was something entirely different. Professor from the astrophysics department at Hoyle University was summoned to examine the motionless slacker. <laughs> not only was Tim not moving, said Dr. Eustace Lyatt, even the atoms in his body were motionless. Whoa. By remaining inactive for a prolonged period of time, unchallenged and unstimulated, his body had achieved a state of absolute entropic stasis. He was the ultimate body at rest, Dr. Lyatt explained. He had achieved the speed of heavy. Dude, I gotta say, that name is just... That's badass. Along with, like, we need to have, like, Thor's Cudgel fronted by Speed of Heavy at, like, OzFest <laughs> 2020. If they're still doing OzFest. I don't know. Nah, Shows I don't know, how yeah. old I am. But <laughs> uh, The scientist was afraid to turn off the TV, fearing that the sudden disconnect could turn him into a self-made <laughs> black hole. Whoa. Like, oh. that's that's some, like, how do you go from, like, Adam's not moving into becoming a black hole? I want to know the science behind this. <laughs> All right, dude. SCP, uh... Speed of heavy here. Right. Get this guy under containment. <laughs> Instead, we jolted him awake with a kind of defibrillator no Bostonian could ignore. We turned on the Yankees fan channel. I guess that's like a like a huge insult to Boston people. I I, I don't know how how baseball works. Yeah, I don't. I, and I'm I'm from California, so like I don't I don't really know. Because from my understand, Yankees is a um a Detroit team, right? I want to say. Uh, we're gonna get so many angry tweets. God damn. Well, it, I mean, I, I mean, I've been. I started watching more football, so I'm, I'm starting to pick up on it. So I know they want to get the the goals, and you know, yeah, before the periods. So over. many angry people on us right now. But I mean, it's pretty cool. Like he figured out a way. Like you know, people spend like decades like meditating and all that, figuring out a way to, like slow their heartbeat down. This guy just ate a bunch of Cheetos, watched a bunch of TV. Probably got his heart clogged in the right motion and his brain just f- died in the right like, way. I feel like if this was possible, like, I probably would have done it when I was, like, 13. You know, when I was a teenager, I'd, like, I would refuse to do anything. I think we've all achieved, like, the speed of heavy just temporarily. At some temporarily. Point, but 
But this man here just managed to just keep it, you know, going forever. All right, so on to the next one. Female superhero shatters glass ceiling. Oh! This one, I wanted to talk about this one because it's, like, kind of topical in a way. Like, it, it shows how society hasn't really moved on in the past 12 years. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to read this, and I'm going to talk about something that, like, really bothers me. So this is, takes place in New York. Residents of New York City can sleep soundly again now that the superhero Woolman is on the job. Yeah! Uh, clad in a distinctive costume and cape, Woolman made a dramatic debut that shattered long-standing glass ceiling. This is this is a literal glass ceiling. It's oh, not like okay. Yep, she busted that ceiling into a billion pieces," said building inspector Russ Blandings, standing outside of the New York Life and Casual Casualty Building on Fifth Avenue. Flew right through one of the glass panels of the lobby's decorative skylight, but her actions were for a good cause: the rescue of two window washers who were about to plummet from a collapsing platform six stories above. According to eyewitness Isaac Sawit, the heroine had only seconds to act. Those fellows were goners, I tell you, an excited Sawit told Weekly World News. One was hanging by his fingertips while the other was holding on by the legs of the first one. <laughs> I just love that imagery. <laughs> if that Supergirl hadn't shown up when she did, those boys would have been sidewalk pizza. Still, the owners of the building would have preferred if the heroine had taken a slight detour. Everyone's glad to have a wondrous woman like that patrolling our city, sure, said the company spokesman, Barney Baxter. But would it have killed her to go around our multi-million dollar glass ceiling? I hope she's got a good lawyer. And insurance. Oh. Woolman has taken the criticism in stride. They're not really upset about the ceiling, she said. The fact is, most people are upset when a female superhero shows up to save them, especially one who isn't built like a Playboy centerfold. Asked who she is and whence she came, the superheroine was coy. I'm traditional in at least one way, she said before flying off. A woman never tells her age or her origin. Weekly World News will continue to report on the Ds and hopefully the background of the super gal. Which this has to be like an older an older article just like put into like the last issue because like obviously they're not gonna continue the, to report on her. Yeah. Because that's that's the last That's 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 the cop out like one article guy at Weekly World's like, hey man, I'll write you a four article thing, but we'll start <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like this is how he gets around it. Yeah, I gotta say that actually the line like a woman never tells her age or her origin is actually kinda cool. Actually it would be kind of a cool line in a comic book. About like especially like you I know like a, it was super cheesy though well, like ex especially like someone from like you know like a like a Supergirl or something from another planet or like from the 1950s yeah I mean it's it's just it's kind of cool I mean you can even skip just you know never tells her age just a woman never tells her origin kind of thing would be kind of cool so but, I, just, uh, I want I wanted to talk about this because like the first thing I thought of when reading this was the newer Captain Marvel movie yeah like how like comic book fanboys like lost their entire collective mind because a woman dared to be powerful <laughs> it just reminded me like like the the scene in Endgame where, like, the women heroes teamed up and, like, nerdy men just went insane over it and, like, yeah. like freaked out. And then you got people freaking out defending it, and then you got people freaking out defend the, def and then it just, it, then you just, everyone just wants to kill themselves, but. It's a movie, chill out. Yeah, ex exactly, that's that's the one they always want to say about themselves, like, it's it's a damn superhero movie, like. Yeah, like, let let people be represented, I guess. Uh, yeah, I was like, I don't care if it's good or bad, just let movies be made, I don't. Just, I hope it's good. That's all I say. I don't care who's in it, what's you know, who's starring it. Just be a good movie. Just be a, a fun movie. The name of this superhero, Woolman, like yeah. that's super insanely lazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like I kind of say, like if she was like a villain, where like W O E, you know, dash man or something. But like, it just seems weird when she's a whoa man, a woman with all the powers of a man. <laughs> so, yeah, something like that. Or, <laughs> That'd be like something That's, made from like the forties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, like just like when when misogyny was the rule. Oh god. 
But, uh, I mean, granted, though, I mean, she did save two guys' lives, but, I mean, I don't know how fast she flies. If she doesn't fly, like, light speed fast, maybe I understand why she flew through the ceiling. I mean, if she was, like, light speed fast, then, yeah, I would at least go around. Because I could always catch the dudes, probably, if they're yeah. falling. But also, I want to know who's, who's bitching about uh, someone that saves their life, and then they complain about them not looking like a Playboy centerfold. I think if I'm dangling off a, you know, a window cleaning thing, I don't care who saves me. <laughs> Just... Well, that's, that's another common thing in, like, like superhero stuff now like people were complaining that like gal gadot wasn't attractive enough to be wonder woman or like uh yeah that's that's like a, like when she was announced to be wonder woman like that was like a, like an actual complaint people were making like, or the same with uh brie larson and being um captain marvel like they're saying like oh well she's not attractive enough and like people legitimately complain about like their their bodies yeah i mean you know Grand people complain everything. Remember, like, the MCU first started, everyone was bitching about uh, uh, Captain America's outfit. It's like, it's not character cool enough. And it was just like... Yeah, but I feel like like it, it dials it up to 10 when it involves a woman. Yeah. It seems like any kind of thing where it's like, you know, I guess we're getting a little bit off topic here. I was just going <laughs> to say, like, Black Panther, but any kind of group of people or whatever. It's, yeah, it's, if, it's, it's, if it's not a white male, they're going to bitch about it. Okay, so uh, that's, uh, I think that's the last one we're going to cover on this. And then I believe they had a like a very last page on here. Oh yeah. Um it's just it says says goodbye and there's a bunch of random uh pictures here. Yeah, uh, just a bunch of random like like Photoshop pictures that they'd had from the their previous episodes or issues, I guess. Uh they have one where people are taking pictures of UFOs. It looks like a picture of uh Bigfoot on vacation. There's like a little he's like in the water and there's a beach ball floating oh. next to him. I I kinda like the Godzilla kangaroo. That's actually that's, pretty cool. That's pretty clever. I <laughs> actually like that. Uh there's an alien looks like a wearing an, a surgeon's clothes. Oh, it looks like Plod's about to do some uh probing work here. Yeah. You know, some guy just took a picture while lying down on the on his back. I guess uh, 2007 digital cameras existed, so. Yeah, they did. You got an angel out of the clouds. I don't know, I don't know what the other object is. It's a violin. Oh, it's a sword on fire. Oh, that's even more badass. Screw the violin, dude. Yeah, so we're, we're not going to cover every article on this because it's a really huge issue. Like, there's like 48 pages or something like that. Wow. So I just, I wanted to do like a highlight of like our favorites. All right. Because there's just a lot going on. But uh, we, we might come back to this one in another episode. I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's only so much we can do with Weekly World News because there's a limited number of issues that they did. Yeah. I mean, there's like probably what, over a thousand printed issues, but then there's also the website. So, I mean, we, we might come back. We might not. I don't know. But finding issues might be hard to get a hold of. Yeah. Unless we buy them off eBay. Yeah. So I, I wanted to go into uh, current events because the world is still pretty weird. You know, it's. Oh, yeah. It's getting weirder every day. The world didn't stop being weird when Weekly World News shut down. You know, like, there's still weird crap going on. Uh, I wanted to talk about this article I found from Time Magazine. Uh, the headline is Seven Year Old Boy Has 526 Teeth Removed from His Mouth. Whoa. Wait, this, yeah. this is this is like an actual article. Yeah, here, no, it's like... it's this is like real. This is like a real thing that happened. Whoa, okay. Uh, look, look. This this was reported on August second, so it's just oh real my gosh. recent. I that dentist bill, those poor parents. Uh, this happened in India. It says the the boy was brought to the hospital with a swelling in his jaw, according to a statement from the Savitha Dental College and Hospital. Doctors decided to operate and discovered what they said resembled a big bag-like mass weighing almost half a pound, which Ooh. contained the teeth. Uh, this is the first ever case to be documented worldwide, where so many minute teeth were found in a single individual. Uh, the statement said that the condition is known as compound odontome. I, fuck, I don't know. I can't read. <laughs> uh, the removal of the teeth required five hours of surgery. Whoa, that sucks. Poor kid. Yeah. They they had brought him in uh, when he was three years old when they noticed swelling in his lower jaw, yeah. but he didn't cooperate with the doctors, so like the condition just went undiagnosed we for years. Bonk the kid on the head or give him a sleepy shot and then... Yeah. <laughs> 
I just, like, this isn't, like, absolutely insane or paranormal or anything. I wanted to find, like, like cryptid sightings, but I can't find anything reputable for that, so... That's pretty crazy, though, like, 500... I mean, grand are all, like, really tiny, uh, like, teeth, but that's still... Yeah. Still pretty crazy. He got this mass of teeth, like, was this kid... Like, I would say let it go with, like, his, his shift, and he grows more teeth, and eventually becomes, like, some kind of multi-layered tooth. Yeah, I don't know. I, I imagine it heart. probably could have become something really bad for him, you know? Yeah. I, I can't imagine it would really be good for him. Uh, the doctor said it was reminiscent of pearls in an oyster. Huh. So, like, they're just, just, like, shoved in there, basically. I guess. Were they were they round and shiny and... Pro- not like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then don't use that example. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's not the weirdest thing out there, but I thought it was really weird and really recent, so I wanted to talk about it just real quick, just because that's, like, that's really crazy. Yeah, it's... And have have you ever seen, like, an x-ray of a child, like, their jaw before, like, their, their adult teeth come in? No. Like, that shit is creepy. Really? Like, it's terrifying. I want you to look that up, like, when you get a chance, because it's, okay. it's disturbing. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'm, now that you mentioned, I'm trying to think, like, what would be weird. Like, is it, like, really, like, collapsed in or something? Is it, like, really, like... Well, okay, so there's, like, the, the baby teeth, which are, like, in there, and it looks normal, but then, like, above and below in their jaw, like, like there's the adult teeth. So it looks like there's, like, these, like, teeth, like, uh. like there's too many teeth. <laughs> like, it's, it's really disturbing, because there's so many. That's pretty cool. Did you have a, a cryptid you wanted to, to touch on real quick for our cryptid of the week? Um, not, not really. I I was figuring the cryptid would almost be its own show. I figured we'd just pick something out and just rant on about it. Or if there was a cryptid you wanted to talk about, but I had nothing really off the top of my head. Unless that was my homework, I was supposed to look for one, but next yeah, episode. I should have mentioned it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll, we'll skip the cryptid of the week this week and in, in exchange for the current events. Sounds good. All right. I think that's the last of it. That's that's the show. Um, you can find us on Twitter at RedactedCast. Uh, we are on Facebook under Redacted and Expunged. We have an email. It's unauthorizedcast at gmail.com. Just in case you want to get in touch with us for anything, you want to yell at us, you want to tell us we're, we're lunatics. Please do. Is there anything you want to add, Mike? No, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in, listening. Uh, it's our first episode. so. Uh... Well, it's our second episode. Oh, yeah, I forgot we did the history. Yeah, my brain doesn't work anymore. (laughs) All right, uh, next week we have another episode of Redacted and Expunged. We'll see you next time, and remember, it's strange news, not fake news. (laughs) 